Hey gang, Ian here. Uh, back in June, I had the opportunity to talk with rocker Andrew W.K. Uh, I got in touch with his publicist as soon as I saw the first trailer for Rage 2, which featured his song Ready to Die. Um, I was pretty thrilled that uh, Bethesda and Avalanche had kind of identified Andrew as uh, fitting with the aesthetic for this upcoming game. Um, it's a... Uh, it bodes well, I think, for the kind of uh, mood that they're going for, which uh, anyway, I, I just think that's great. So um, anyway, the interview uh, ran in text form, kind of edited on PC Games N, and uh, I'll have a link to that in the description here. But I figured you guys might be interested in hearing our unedited uh, full conversation, uh, which the audio isn't uh, terrific quality. It was over. It was recorded on my phone. But um, anyway, uh, it's still pretty listenable i think he's a great guy and i think um you all might uh, enjoy hearing our conversation so uh here it is we shoot without a gun we'll take on anyone it's really nothing new it's just a thing we like to do you better get ready to die you better get ready to kill Hello? Hello, is this Ian? It is. Hello, Ian. It's Andrew WK calling. How are you? I'm doing really well, Andrew. It's great to hear from you. Thank you very much. Hey, so uh, I don't want to uh, take up too much of your time, but uh, thanks for the call. For one thing, I really appreciate it. My, oh, my pleasure. So um, so just to get right into it, um, you... Uh, <laughs> When I first saw the live-action trailer for Rage, the first thing I noticed was that little uh, keyboard riff at the beginning, and I perked right up, and sure enough, it was ready to die. And I j immediately wondered, how did you wind up working with Bethesda on this uh, project? This is a great question, and certainly probably uh, best answered by Bethesda, because I'm curious, too, uh, exactly why I've gotten so lucky to not only have them include uh, some of my songs in the Rage 2 trailer, but uh, also just how they started uh, reaching out to me in the first place. It all began back on Fallout 4 when they invited me to perform the voice of a character, in-game character named Red Eye. Sure. And that involved uh, even singing some songs because his character played some songs and, and guitar. Yeah. Uh, over his his pirate radio station, but you know it, when when I did that, I was aware of the Fallout franchise. I was aware of Bethesda, and certainly aware of the immensity of the video game universe. Um, but I never thought to find out exactly why they asked me um, out of anyone, because I'm not a professional voice actor. Although I've done some voices from time to time, usually just my own voice mm -hmm. in some animated uh, projects. And, and 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 the like, but I, I've not been uh, particularly uh, active in in the world of of, of video games, uh, although I am, am as interested as I could be, and 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 find it fascinating. So it's it's one of those strange things that I I'm just glad that I, that they asked, and I didn't hesitate for a second. And when they talked about um, doing this Rage Two uh, game, I don't even know if they told me the name because the 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 nature of the work requires a type of confidentiality and, and top secret approach. Sure. So it, 
sometimes I only find out about it uh, to the, the, the depths of the project once it's all done. Um, and that was somewhat similar this time. So someone over there likes me or likes to party. <laughs> I, I'm glad because I mean it was it couldn't have been a better match. I think I mean the the attitude that they're taking with Rage Two seems to really I I mean I again I'm as a fan of both yourself and uh, um you know what what Id and what Bethesda do. I mean I, it plus what the the Rage Two trailer looks like. I mean it just was a perfect fit. So I'm glad that it worked out. But um and that so you're you. You you mentioned uh, Red Eye. Uh, you're going to be uh, you're, well. You did. You voiced uh, Ruckus the Crusher for uh, Rage Two. And that's that's so, correct. What uh, what do you feel you um? What was it that you brought to uh, Ruckus? I mean, was there a uh, did you have a motivation that they gave you, or did you kind of come in and they said, well, just do whatever you think feels right for this guy? What, what was it uh, that you brought to Ruckus? Well. <laughs> From my experience, it's a, it's a very carefully executed uh, process, and they they've developed these characters quite fully mm-hmm. by the time the voice that I contribute is 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 being recorded, and I try to really listen to their direction. I, I love working with um, directors who really have a vision and, and and understand what they want, because then you're not just shooting in the dark. You're you're aiming for a target together. Mm-hmm. And if I am able to contribute something unexpectedly, um, that's wonderful. But really, we're, we're trying to bring this character to life the way that they envisioned him to be. And that's very satisfying for me. I, I think maybe because a lot of the work I do on my own is fulfilling my own vision, uh, trying to bring out what I see or hear in my head it's really exciting and a very refreshing and stimulating um, alternative to work uh, on bringing someone else's vision to life. It's a real privilege and it allows me to use whatever skills I may have for the service of something um, beyond myself or outside of myself. And so it's really an invigorating process, especially because there is an amount of mystery involved, at least from my experience, the, the game or the character wasn't completely done yet. So, I get to see the final result um, after the fact, and 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 that's also quite uh, interesting. You know, I, I, sometimes you're working with animation that's that's right there, and you're almost trying to match the the mouth movements and, and, and things like that. And, and some animation work I've done, they have so much power in 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 how they create in these worlds, and and then of course all that power is turned over to the player to then navigate and manipulate this world. It's just a completely unique art form that combines really the best of all, of all the existing um, art forms. I used to think that music was sort of the highest point, um, sure. at least sort of a, m- m- contemporary commercial music because it involved uh, movies or videos in terms of music videos. You could also make uh, visuals for the stage you can do artwork for the album covers or for merchandise there's of course there's music there's performance element it 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 allows you to to use so many different disciplines and then there's movies which arguably could be a step beyond because then there's um you're creating a world that can have uh its own its own rules and its own uh characters with motivations that are 
highly uh, articulate and, and detailed. But then in the, the video game element blows it all apart because all of a sudden there's this X factor, which is the player. Yeah. And this interactive element that that is completely unique. You know, it, it's 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 something that I'm 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 intimidated by in the best way because of the potential that it has. And 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 as far as it's already come in the last thirty years, let's say, it's clear that it's only the tip of the of the iceberg. Absolutely, I feel like we don't have any idea of where the boundaries on this space are yet. So it's exciting. Yeah, well said. Um, what else do I have? I, um, I guess we've already kind of covered the next question. I, I mentioned to you how Ready to Die is such a perfect song for Rage 2's trailer and the attitude. Um, have you uh, lent music to other, I mean, especially off of I Get Wet, which is, I think, you know, what um, a lot of people are most familiar with? Um, have, have those songs appeared in games before or other um, other media? There's definitely been some video games that used some songs over the years. <clears throat> the one that most quickly comes to mind as far as an in-game song was uh, Madden 2002, I think. Okay. The football game that used, I believe, Party Hard. That makes sense. But there may be others that are escaping me at the moment. Um, it should be noted that this was just for Rage 2 trailer. Mm -hmm. So the, the music that I heard getting to actually play it uh, at E3 was a more symphonic orchestral type of um, atmospheric music during the actual scene navigating this wasteland. Sure thing. So, and I was going to ask, I mean, did you have any input on the, uh, on the official soundtrack or the, uh, the, the in-game music or was that um, all done uh, over at Avalanche? That was all done by people other than myself. Okay, gotcha. I just wanted to uh, to check. Um, now, <laughs> moving off from um, from Rage Two specifically, uh, you did record an entire album of Gundam covers. Uh, you've appeared in a video game, uh, 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 so I wanted to know what do you consider your own geekiest interest, and how do you fit that into your life as a, uh, as a touring rock star musician? I mean, out of respect for friends of mine that are extremely passionate and uh, extremely educated in these realms, I've always felt that I was uh, an avid admirer, but not up to snuff when it came to um, the level of devotion I, I've seen others put into these these endeavors these sure these past these pastimes and actually i wouldn't even call it a pastime because more and more it's able to dominate and become a primary interest and even a career for so many uh and and, and actually at this point since it's sometimes these interests were looked at as outsider interests which i think is where something like a geek or a nerd label uh arose but more and more they dominate uh culture from the the center out Mm -hmm. And so I actually feel like I'm I'm more the odd one out, um, trying to catch up. And fortunately, so many people that are passionate about uh, about these these specific interests are, are are very passionate about sharing and educating and, and explaining to me and others that uh, do feel more on the outside. So it's been really in incredible again that someone like Bethesda would invite me into this universe, um, not just the one that they've created, but the one that is 
occupied and enjoyed by all the incredible fans and, and, and gamers. I don't know how else I would get to explore this world, especially so deeply inside of it, where we're actually getting to help make the game. It's an incredible privilege, and that's not lost on me. So out of respect for so many people who would themselves want to do a voice for a game or would want to make music to be used to promote a game, I feel really, really, really lucky, but also am the first to say that that I'm not an expert and um, am really just in awe and quite inspired by the dedication and the the, the depth of this phenomenon. <laughs> That's the dedication people have. Yep. Excellent. Uh, and it is, I mean, it really is amazing. The, uh, the I mean, just writing about games, uh, you kind of have to be a generalist and, uh, and and cover a lot of stuff, but you inevitably encounter people who are much more knowledgeable than you about any particular sub- subject that you take on. So, uh, Yeah, exactly. So. The only thing I'm an expert on is Andrew WK, and even that, I have my own confusion about. Sure, yeah, we're all works in progress. Um, yes. So uh, just to close things out, um, I feel like you have answered this, but just to to kind of focus in really quick. I mean, you've talked uh, a lot, um, you know, on stage on Twitter, and you know, I, I think this is kind of the, the the message I've gotten from from you over the years. But you know, this kind of idea of this life affirming sense of a party. So, can video games be a party? Well, absolutely. That seems to be their defining characteristic more and more the way that people are able to interact with one another through the game and inside of the game. And what what may have been a more isolated activity is now more and more a, a group activity or, or involves social elements. And certainly going to something like the E3 conference or uh, witnessing other people who are passionate about gaming, they're very uh, outgoing, even if they may consider themselves to be introverted, when they're in the midst of the gaming uh, community, they're supported and surrounded by friends. And that is the feeling that comes through, I think, more than anything from my relatively outsider take on it is these are people playing together. Just like, you know, toddlers learn how to play with one another and, 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 bond with one another and learn how to be a person through playing this is uh that play taken to an extraordinarily um advanced level but i think it reminds us all that a kind of playful engagement with uh, the human beings uh, around you in whatever way that you can get it is 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 crucial um and rather than this being a, a uh, an activity that that removes people from life. I think it gives uh, a type of access to areas of life that are sometimes un- rather impenetrable. And I, I understand people's concerns about really any kind of excessive and intense um, activity. But from what I've seen, these these people, the, the the gaming community is quite uh, what's the right word. Um, Quite advanced. Mm-hmm. I mean, we—it it certainly has its issues, but I feel like this—the uh, opportunities there and the, that people are taking—and uh, uh, 
to connect and, like you said, sort of learn to experience community that way is pretty amazing. Yeah, you're going deeper into a, a type of interaction that is that is valid. You know, it, it counts as well. Just like someone can have a phone conversation uh, for three hours and someone could say, well, that doesn't count as a real interaction. You have to be there face to face. All these things count. They all count in different ways. And, and this way should not be discounted. Perfect. Well, Andrew, again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me again. I've been a, I've been a fan for a long time. I actually saw you at Warped Tour in 2002, I believe. At, well, oh, wow. Well, so, yeah. That was our first, yeah, first time ever getting to do work to that, that Well, that's quite meaningful. Thank you for continuing to party with me uh, 16 years on. <laughs> no problem, man. Uh, take care, and um, I'll uh, shoot an email with uh, the story when it goes up uh, to um, the uh, your, your uh, contact person, so you'll know yeah, when that goes up. Brittany. All right. Okay. Thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you, Andrew. Hey, have a great one. Bye-bye. Bye. You too. And that was our talk. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed having it. Um, I got off the phone with Andrew feeling really energized and uh, positive about uh, my career, <laughs> about video games, um, and just about life in general. It certainly has a way of, uh, I thought, uh, just finding something positive to say about everything. Um, so if you do want to check that out uh, in text form, uh, you can find that on pcgamesn.com, and there's a link in the description here. Uh, otherwise, um, make sure to check out uh, vgwam.com, where you can find uh, contact info for myself, for Michael Benson, for Jermaine Pulliam, uh, my esteemed co-hosts. Uh, and um, there's also links to send us questions via Twitter or email, or what have you. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. As well, Jermaine's been putting up awesome stuff uh, on that and uh, and the usual. But uh, as always, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>